0: Let's have a quick story time I haven't done a story time podcast in a little while It's been pretty Quiet Yeah, quiet Got some rain Here in New York In these New York streets And I thought I'm gonna go for a walk in the rain, yeah, I did, and I went and walked in the rain, and I spoke to God, and then that rain started coming down a little bit more, and I thought to myself if if it starts thundering, I'm just going to lay down, then that's it. <laughs> Because my heart can't take it. And I saw a little flash of light in the sky. As soon as I thought, I said, oh, no. And I started power walking back home. Soon as I made it inside of my home, it was a thunder, a tumble, and all sorts of noises going on in the sky. I said, see. I wouldn't have been able to take that outside. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh -uh. One of them things I can't do. And I had a random thought. And I don't know why this keep coming up, but I'm going to share this. My random thought that's not so random because I have the moon aspecting my Uranus... Is how when my son, my son's aunt took him trick or treating. He was a child. I don't think he was six years old. And he went and took a nap. I went into his little trick or treat bag, took two little pieces of candy, and I ate it and continued to watch. Who was I watching? Jerry Springer. And he woke up from his nap, and he looked at the bag, and he said, you ate my candy, and he just started crying. I was like, what? You can't even count. (laughs) And he was crying, crying, crying. You ate my candy, you ate my candy. It dawned on me, much, 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 much later, because I couldn't figure out how he knew... I had took his two pieces of candy when he was sleeping. <laughs> much, much later, it dawned on me that he was hearing from God. And it dawned on me when he got a little bit older. And he kept coming to me and said, are you calling me? Are you calling me? You called me. Surely you called me this time. And when the third time he came back, I realized that was God because it was... Who was it, Jeremiah in the Bible, where Jeremiah kept going to his father and was saying, Here I am, you called me. And the father said, No, son, I didn't call you. And then the father realized it was God talking to him. And he told his son the next time you hear it, say, Here I am, Lord. So when my son did it to me, it reminded me of that story. In the book of Jeremiah, and that's when I knew he was hearing from God. Even at that young age, where he couldn't count, and the only thing he knew was, mommy's wallet got a credit card in it, and the McDonald's sign. Can't read the McDonald's sign, but he know what the symbol looked like. <laughs> And it reminded me of when I was that age, when I had supernatural experiences with Yeshua, not realizing it until my grandmother told me who he was. And then when he showed up again, I asked him. Shortly after that, I had prayed for that Barbie doll, Magic Moose Barbie. And I had got the Barbie doll from my godmother on my birthday. At such a young age, you can hear from God. Your children, at such a young age, they will hear from God. When they tell you they're seeing something, they're hearing something, they're experiencing something, listen to them and encourage them. Pray over them and ask God to protect the gifts that he has given your children and steer your children in the right direction. That's my advice. That's my advice. So, there was a lady on the ticker talker talking about uh, some senators and Fauci and all this stuff. And by the end of it, she had made a joke. And the joke was about, you know, being exposed. But it wasn't so much about her joke. It was like how animated she was. I thought it was funny. So I commented and I said, baby, God is snatching edges with a laughing emoji. The girl went live. I said, I hopped on her live. say, hey, good, good sis. How you doing? So the good, good sis, she says, Caribbean astrologer. I went to your profile. I said, "Okay," and she said, "Caribbean, I understand, but astrologer." And what I find interesting is how people are confused by the Caribbean astrologer. And the reason why I'm confused by that is because, is because, excuse me, Caribbean is clearly talking about the Caribbean islands. So clearly, my culture is from the Caribbean islands. It's a catchy thing like how McDonald's got their catchphrase, I'm loving it with the ark, right? And then I have astrologer because I interpret the natal chart I interpret it. So you put those two together, this is someone Caribbean who likes astrology. That's at the basic one-on-one level. So when people are confused by the combination of those words, I'm confused at their confusion. So she didn't want to delve into her confusion about the two words Caribbean astrologer. So then she says, astrology. I say, yes, ma'am. She said, do you believe in God? I said, absolutely. She said, do you believe in Jesus? I said, absolutely. Then she says astrology, but don't you know about astrology? And I see the chat just running. Those are her normal people at Bedia that she talked to. It's just running with the saints. I love a Christian. <laughs> I think Christians are needed in this season. And two things. Regardless of what our spiritual practice is, there's going to come a point in time where we are all going to have to come together for one cataclysmic moment. And my job is to spread love. I have ascended to 5D. And when you get to 5D, you learn a whole lot of lessons about love. You can even go to the Bible and read the scriptures about the five crowns. And it's going to tell you that one of them gems on the crown, those come from uh, passing the test in life. I'll do another podcast about the Five Crowns. So, with me being on my my love walk, I am sharing with people what I've learned so far on my love walk. And love is peaceful. It is. You don't worry about anything. Everything is provided. I don't worry about anything. Kinda. I, I worry a little bit about the U.S. being invaded. That's, that's like my most pressing thing. The U.S. being invaded. Other than that, I don't have any worries. Um, so, going back to the woman. Well, let me finish up with the Christian. So, I love a Christian. I also know that in the chart, I saw Christians leaving the religion of Christianity and simply just going on their own spiritual work and learning God for who He is. I understand it because I've been there, I used to be a pastor. I still have my license as an ordained reverend, a.k.a. pastor. So I know both sides. And I can tell you from my own personal experience that religion is a farce because it keeps you bound, trapped, controlled, scared of everything and everyone. And then with Christianity and uh They train you to believe that this is the only way and you're better than everyone else. All roads lead to God. Buddhism, Jainism, Muslim, they say Allah. They all lead to God any part of the world that you go to, whatever their spiritual practice is, is going to go back to God. Christianity came into play during slavery. And it was placed on melanated people because of The connection that melanated people had with God. So I'm going to talk a bit about a mammy. This is where we hear the word mammy in this generation a lot. A mammy back in those days was a woman who was a prophet. And when she would speak, her words would manifest and things would happen. People didn't understand that spiritual gift. And so they would call the woman a witch or witch doctor. And it's similar to what happens today. You have a lot of pastors that are in the church that don't understand people's spiritual gifts. There are some people that have no tools at all whatsoever. No candle, no glitter, no herbs and spices, uh, no oils, <coughs> excuse me, no statues, no beads, no calorie shells, nothing. And they have these supernatural gifts. Again, not everything can be found in the Bible, and part of that reason is because books of the Bible was removed. They didn't want, whoever they is, they did not want specifically melanated people to know their true spiritual gifts. They wanted to wash it down with Christianity. If you go into the Bible, Jesus himself tells people, Do not embrace religion. Don't be religious. So if you're not religious, then what do you have? Jesus was a black Jew. And he practiced, uh, I think the word that I want is Judaism. Jewish laws and customs. That's what he followed. He was never a Christian. He was never a Christian. So, back in those days with the Mammies, they knew that specifically melanated people had this connection to God and they could speak things into existence. So, what they did was put things in the women's mouths. And they did a whole bunch of horrific things so that the women wouldn't speak something and then they would drop dead. The word got out that if these women speak, you're going to die. And that's why they started putting things in a woman's mouth. So she can't talk. She wasn't a witch. She wasn't a witch doctor. She was a prophet. So, with more and more Christians coming out of Christianity, I'm simply sharing my, my walk from experience with people. And it's up to people to decide for themselves what it is that they want to do. My, my assignment at this time is to let the Christians know it's time. It's time to release religion and embrace God. You don't have to have a religion. What did the people do? You have to ask yourself, what did the people do before the Bible was even created? A lot of scriptures in the Bible that's available with the 66 books. Some of them was taken out. Some was added in by different kings and and presidents and leaders and they use politics to do it politics and laws to do it completely not completely but mostly deceiving people so who was the people talking to if they didn't have Herbs and spices and candles. They didn't have these things. What were they doing? Nothing. They didn't have anything to do anything with. So the woman, she says astrology and you, yes ma'am. She said, let's talk. I said, okay. And the correspondence is corresponding. And I'm saying I love a Christian. And I don't think that she knows that. Well, I know that because she doesn't know me, she doesn't know that I used to be a pastor. If I'm given scriptures that talk about astrology, when not you listen? At least be open-minded enough to listen. We could go to the book of Job when it talks about the Orion's Belt. We could talk about in Deuteronomy when it talks about the month of Abib. Abib is Aries. And this is God talking to the house of Israel saying, Your new year starts in the month of Abib. Aries. Aries season. So, the world's new year starts in January, but when it comes to the house of Israel, it's Aries season. Mid-March. Well, you go into a whole bunch of things in a whole bunch of scriptures and psalms that talks about the sun, the moon, and the stars. We go into the Apocrypha, to the book of creation, and talk about how God used astrology to create. Not only did he use it to create the calendar and the days of the week, but the human body, anatomy. Well, I said to her, sure, let's go. So I went and got my little notebook where I got everything written down. And I said, what you, what you want to talk about, big sis? And she was like, no, because I just want to be the one. You know, I said, okay, you could be the one. Not knowing I used to be a pastor. Not knowing I still read my Bible. Not knowing I'm delving into the Apocrypha. Not knowing I got a book titled... Uh, uh, Let me go look at it. Let me go look at it. Hold on. So I'm going to tell you what it's titled, child. The Lost Books of the Bible and the Forgotten Books of Eden. You can find that on Amazon. I got about four different versions of the Bible in my home. And... I have a Bible app on my phone, which gives me even more versions of the Bible. I mostly read out of the complete Jewish Bible. Sometimes I read out of the Orthodox Jewish Bible. The Orthodox Jewish Bible is for the Ethiopians in Ethiopia. what you want to talk about, sis? What you want to talk about? She said, but I need you because I just want to be the one. I said, okay, you can be the one. You know, I love Christians. I love y'all. She said, you're not Christian? No, no. I just said no. Uh Uh-uh. Explain it to me. Well, the three wise men followed the constellation in in the sky. They saw a shape that pointed them To Bethlehem, where baby Yeshua was born. Yeshua, yes, because his real name is Yeshua. The letter J didn't exist when Jesus walked the earth. So, in Hebrew, his name is Yeshua. Oh, she's baffled, honey. Never heard of that before. It's okay. I'm here to tell you, but wait, wait—the three wise men. And, yeah, the three wise men followed the constellation in the in the sky. That's what it said. That's astrology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mhm. The Book of Genesis talks about how God created the sun, moon, and the stars, and how He was pleased with what He had did, and He blessed the days. You can also find that in the Apocrypha, in the Book of Creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into Job, about the Orion's Belt, and Pleiadian, yeah. And the Southern Crux, uh, or cross, in the sky that happens around the uh, equinox every year. Bible talks about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Easter is a pagan holiday. For the house of Israel. Yeah. We don't celebrate uh, Easter. Nope. Don't celebrate Easter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could talk to you about libations. That's in the scriptures. uh, How the prophets... uh, you set up altars and did libations to God. There was one, okay, who set up seven altars. Yeah, he sure did. Yep. I can tell you about some ancestors that are... You want to you wanna talk about that? Yeah. yeah. And then NASA. Yeah, NASA, if you go onto their website, right? Go onto their website and put in the Great Conjunction. And you read that article, you're going to see how NASA used the constellation in the sky to prove that Yeshua, Jesus, once walked the earth. Yep, they sure did. NASA. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And Acts 19 and 19 was inserted by Hitler because... Uh, Hitler's personal astrologer said, yeah, it's okay for your, your, your bestie to go into the country and try to make peace with them. Yeah, and everything will be fine. And then bestie got over there, got arrested, and was unalive. And Hitler got upset that his bestie was unalive. So he went to his friends, who was politicians and priests at that time. You know, they had a lot of priests at that time. And you know, they worked together to change uh, some laws. And that's where you got the Salem witch hunt from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they started persecuting what they call quote-unquote, witches. But what's interesting is that within that story, you'll find that the witches was the quote-unquote witches, which was really uh, the people in the church, the congregation, they was using, uh, doing astrology for the people that would pay them, and they would take the money and give it to the church for the building fund. Yeah, the building fund, yep. Mm-hmm. So Hitler had Acts 19 and 19 added to the Bible, decreed a thing, and had had all of the people bring their books and burn them did you know did you know that the Pope has always had a personal astrologer yeah he sure did and did you know that there's a library in the cathedral that houses astrology books and they don't want the public in their library nope you can't go in you're not allowed. Mm-mm. Now, why would the Pope have a personal astrologer? Did you know that the President, all of them, be having personal astrologers that get paid four hundred thousand dollars a year? And and how they get paid is the taxpayers' money pay that astrologer the hundred thousand dollars a year. Sure did. Remember the mayor, right? He was on TV during 2020 and it was live and he mentioned having a personal astrologer. He sure did. Cuomo. He sure did. He sure did. Governor Cuomo. He sure did. He said he, said he had a personal astrologer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that in 19... 19- in the uh, early 1900s, right around 1929, with the stock market crash and the Great Depression. There was a woman named Evangeline Adams who studied astrology and, and, and at that time, they didn't have computers. They had to do everything by hand. Right, So she studied astrology. And she became friends with a lot of people Celebrities, politicians, musicians, so forth and so on. And she ended up mingling with presidents and people that made banks, right they made banks, so she, she was friends with J.P. Morgan. That's why J.P. Morgan created a quote that says, "Millionaires use their brains. billionaires use astrologers." That's documented. Because he had to show up in court on behalf of Evangeline Adams to testify that she was a real thing. Because by the time that came around, they had all of them laws, and and the uh, Salem witch hunt was still going on. And it was trying to ban astrology. So Evangeline Adams. uh Uh-huh did a natal chart for J.P. Morgan of Chase Bank. And she said, hey. Hey. Yeah. Stock market crash and depression is coming. And J.P. Morgan understood her gift. And He sold what he had sold, and he went and told the president, because he was friends with the president at that time. He went and told the president, and the president secured his back, too. And then they had told everybody, come, bring your money to the bank. We're going to change it for another currency. And the people uh, brought their money into the bank, and then they closed the banks. And the people had nothing. And they kept the money. the elite made sure that they had fiat, currency, and gold. Left the average civilian to drown. Sure did. Sure did. Mm-hmm. surely did so the woman a good good Christian sis that I love I love my Christian today is not the day to talk about this oh come on good good sis all of this information is googleable you can even find that court document with J.P. Morgan, and he wrote down on, I guess it's called the disposition, and he said, you know, that famous quote that we have today for the judge, that's still on record. There's a whole thing going on with that whole situation and the Titanic as well. Because there was some people, because astrology was prominent at that time, and they knew what was coming. And they wanted to rise in power. Decided to go on a cruise, get on this beautiful boat, music and all of that. All of the wealthy bankers on the Titanic. And a situation had arose where J.P. Morgan couldn't get on the boat. Whatever happened, don't quite remember. But something happened when he couldn't get on it. And we know the story of the Titanic. And J.P. survived. So they had to make room for him. And we still have this bank till this day. There's all sorts of things written in the scripture. But the point of it all is for Christians to not feel guilty when they are going through their purging season of letting go of religion. Don't feel guilty and don't feel bad. Big, big sis, I want to speak. And the correspondence wasn't corresponding. I said, okay, big sis, I (laughs) holla. I holla at you, big sis, I love you. I really do. I love Christians. We can sit down and we can talk. There's no fighting, at least, not from my end. But the Christians, they like to tussle and fight. They like to tussle and fight. And they want to evangelize. But they don't know how. And they think that when they see an opportunity, they could win a soul. You can't do that by going around telling people repent. And you can't throw something on somebody and expect them to, you know, join the church right then and there. It doesn't work that way. And there's a lot of people that are not interested in ever returning to a church again. I'm one of them. But from time to time, I will catch you live on YouTube on a good, good Sunday. I love hearing prayer. I love listening to the music. I just can't be a member of religion anymore. It's a farce. Now, remember the secret letter that I had read. If you hadn't heard that podcast, literally scroll back and look for the one that says a secret. And it's there. And in one of the sentences, it said, well, give them religion to distract them. And religion really is a distraction. Without a spiritual awakening, a spiritual enlightenment, um, your spiritual gifts, dreams, you know, Feelings, whatever, whatever. Without those things, and you just your mind is just a scientific machine. You'll miss the whole f- thing. You'll miss the whole thing. The whole thing about God and spirituality, because God is not God is not one to be trifled with, but He's not as mean or destructive as people like to make it out to be. People will try to make you fear God but God don't want you to fear him. What God wants is respect. God is not that way. I remember one time me and God was having a dialogue back and forth because I was asking questions. I had wanted to know some things about what, it, what I was in, like what's going on. And <laughs> it was a true dialogue. And I was awake. I was not asleep. I wasn't on drugs. I don't do drugs. Anything like that. I was having a dialogue and he said to me, who do you think you are to talk back to me and that caught me off guard and I had paused and I had thought for a minute and I said to him, the daughter of the most high God and he smiled. That was like the end of the conversation but when he said that to me, he wasn't meaning it like that. It was really to test me to make sure I knew my identity Because he taught it to me. He told me he had his mind set on me and it was going to take a whole lot of precious time. And God was willing to do it. I'm so thankful and so grateful for that. Because where there is no God, there is no peace. This is why we see all of the things happening all throughout the world. And I'm going to do a podcast on the latest news. But I believe it's two prime ministers over there in the east shooting rockets at each other. There was another country that put the Africans out. Um, things was going on in the United States. We got the thing going on with um, Ukraine. There's a lot happening. Because where there is no God, there is no peace. You're too far away from God when you don't have peace. You're too far away. And you got to put in the effort to have a relationship with God. An honest, pure relationship with God. You can't be there when you're in trouble... And you want something. Or you just want something. It'll be times where he won't answer you. I'm seeing this vision as I'm speaking. I'm going to say this. I'm assuming somebody's going to listen to this podcast. And you have perhaps an autistic child. Or you have... um, The doctors told you your child is schizophrenic. Something along those lines. So what I'm seeing in this vision is that there's nothing wrong with your child. Your child is ascending and they're going through the symptoms of ascension. And how you can help them is by researching symptoms of ascending. And the veil is very thin, which is why they tell you they see the things that they see. You can help them and walk them through that ascension process and help them manage it. Just think about yourself and the things that you've learned on your spiritual walk. And you'll be better able to help your child who has similar or the same spiritual gifts as you do. You're welcome. (laughs) I hear my my spiritual team. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, quite interesting. You know, quite interesting. I love the Christians. I love you guys. I just want to kumbaya with the Christians. As long as they don't try to recruit me. We good. They can share some scriptures with me. cause and There's no way I'm going to remember everything that's written in that Bible from front to back. Ain't no way. They can, they can tell me some scriptures. I can tell them some spiritual things. We a kumbaya. Yeah. So, that's what I wanted to come on and have a chit-chat about. Good old Christians that I, <laughs> that I so love. A lot of Christians. If you hadn't already, go back and listen to my Scorpio Eclipse Moon Podcast. Very informative for what's to come. Be diligent, be prayerful, pay attention, be discerning, prepare. Because <laughs> between this polar shift and this paradigm shift, it's a lot. It's a lot. God is moving some things around. It looked like he clearing out the east. Um, the people that are there are not the original Jews. They they really shouldn't be there. Occupying that land. Uh, Prophecy is, you know, being fulfilled. It's being fulfilled. Slowly and right before our eyes. I remember mentioning that we're going to see two major religions fighting with each other. And what's going on in Sudan is the Muslims are fighting with the Jews. And then in the United States, the people of God, well, the Satanists are fighting with the people of God. There's like a whole protest going on. I believe it's in Columbus, Ohio. I could be wrong. But on one side of the street is the Satanists. And then on the other side of the street is the people of God. And every got a everybody got a bullhorn, and everybody is talking, and people are praying, and it's a lot going on. And I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, this side represents the devil, and this side represents God. If God had the power and the authority to kick the devil out of heaven... And forbid the devil to return. What makes the devil think he going to win now? He can't beat God. It's no match. There's no match. And he loves to imitate everything that God has. Remember the parable, the upside down. From the uh, show, the stranger things. Everything is upside down. And going backwards. But going forward at the same time, because history is being rewritten. But I was looking at it, it was like light and dark combating with each other. With that side being Satanists and that side being a people of God. And then over there in Sudan is the Jews um, fighting with the uh Israelis, or rather the Israelis fighting with the Jews. Now, didn't for Ramadan they had a storm out there? And uh, after the storm, it was all of those um, cockroaches and other bugs. The people was walking with nothing on their feet, just stepping on those, look like water bugs, just stepping on lawners three and four. On their on they clothes. And they just walking around. Some was hightailing it out of there. And others were standing around talking. Some people had shoes on. But some people didn't. And they was with, with their bare feet. Stepping on. Don't that remind you of the plague in the Bible? When God told Moses to tell Pharaoh. Let my people go. And Pharaoh wouldn't listen. And what did he send? Locusts. A swarm of locusts. Swarm of frogs. They don't want to let go of that land. That don't belong to them. Then I saw a video with a crow. Was it a crow? Yeah, it was a crow. Somehow got onto the... (laughs) This is nothing but nobody but God got up to the top of the pole and took the Israeli flag from off of the pole and dropped it. Then it was two, two seagulls and a Jew was walking by, a Jewish man was walking by, and the seagulls was pecking at the Jewish man's head. And the man was ducking and dodging and trying to dive in between cars, almost got hit by a car. And then you see birds Um, tearing up the Israeli flag like ripping it with their beaks ripping the Israeli flag apart then it was a cat who saw the Israeli flag hanging up on the wall and the cat went and tore it down the empire is going to fall God is using the animals to demonstrate how Israel is going to fall well, the West, prophecy is just unfolding right before our eyes, and all we could do is be prayerful and know that if God be for you, then the devil can't be against you. Rededicate your life back to Yeshua, accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior, and just try. That's where you start. You just try. I thank you for spending about an hour with me. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and you will be notified. Until next time, you guys, Shalom.